AMD unveils Ryzen 7000 at Computex and it can hit 5.5 gigahertz as well as a bunch of other stuff. iFixit's gonna fix your Steam Deck and Oris wants to give you stealth. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. It is a big week here for PC gaming. It is time for Computex, which is the annual trade show that happens in Taiwan. It has been three years since I've been to one and they're doing a hybrid version, which essentially just means that they're gonna have stuff happening on the show floor as well as live stream keynotes so that we can stay up to date on all of that. I miss going to Taiwan for these things, but I'm excited to cover it here for you today. But before we get into that, let's talk about today's video sponsor. Today's episode of Hot News is sponsored by World of Warships. My friends, in case you haven't heard of World of Warships, it's a free to play game and available for PC. It's a team-based sea battle game that requires different strategies and tactics, so you're always using that old noggin up there. The game features over 400 historical ships that you can control in more than 40 maps. And those 40 unique maps have dynamic weather and have just been recently updated with stunning new water effects and textures that makes the game seas look amazing. There's more than 44 million players and five different warship classes to choose from. So you can conquer the oceans aboard battleships, destroyers, aircrafts, carriers, or cruisers. And if the depths call you to it, you can dive in with the submarines. It's got new content released every month, so you can get freshly updated portions of gameplay or cosmetics. And World of Warships is not just a game, my friends. It's a unique digital floating museum displaying breathtaking recreations of not just the most fearsome vessels of the first and second world war, but also many of the blueprints and designs that never saw light, but that have been given life in the game's virtual dockyards. My friends, you can download World of Warships for free by using our link in the video description. And then once you're registered into the game using the link, you're gonna get a huge starter pack. If you use the code FIRE, you'll get 200 doubloons, a premium battleship USS Texan, 20 restless fire camouflage, 1 million credits, and seven days of premium account. Again, that's code FIRE to get that huge starter pack using the link in the video description. Check World of Warships out, and big thanks to them for sponsoring today's video. Now, let's go ahead and talk about the big unveiling of Ryzen 7000 from AMD. Their five nanometer Zen 4 chip and their AM5 DDR5 platform that's gonna be coming out from them. This is a big, exciting announcement from them. However, I do wanna talk a little bit about what AMD didn't say with this announcement, which I think is as important, or if not more important than what they did say. So one of the things to note is that that uh, even in this tech power up article, which is incorrect, saying that they're claiming a 15% IPC uplift, they are not saying that because if you listen to Dr. Lisa Sue carefully during the keynote, she never mentioned IPC once, which is really intriguing considering how much they hammered on that when they initially unveiled the original Zen Core. So we have Zen 4 Core built on AM5 technology on the new AM5 socket, which is going to be an LGA, which has the pins on the motherboard as opposed to the CPU. But they did show an unnamed 16 core gaming CPU reaching 5.5 gigahertz wall gaming, as you can see right here from that bad screen grab as well as them saying a gameplay demo of 5.5 gigahertz. They did show this CPU back at CES running five gigahertz all core. So it's not quite clear if this is all core at 5.5 gigahertz or if it's single core, because if it can do all core at five, it makes sense that it can kind of do 5.5 on a single core. So don't really 
hold that you're gonna be able to hit five gigahertz on all cores all the time, especially since they say max boost on this slide. But Dr. Lisa Sue did say significantly more than five gigahertz is what the chips are gonna be capable of. We are also getting two times more L2 cache per core, as well as you can see here, not IPC, but 15% single thread uplift, which Dr. Lisa Sue mentioned was with that increased clock speed. And considering the fact that the 5800X, 5950X don't really hit five gigahertz all core or 5.5 gigahertz single core, a lot of that 15% might come from the frequency increase rather than the new Zen architecture, which is something that AMD really hasn't hit on in the past. They always like to talk about how IPC is better, which essentially means for every input that you have, the output is faster, regardless of how fast you're modulating the inputs and outputs. So this is just a different kind of talking point from AMD, which regardless if you get 15% gaming increase, doesn't really matter where it comes from a little bit, but it's not that big of a deal. AMD showing off the world's first five nanometer PC process. There's two chiplets of the CPU, so it's probably not gonna go more than 16 cores. But one of the key things to note is that there's a new six nanometer IO die and they're all gonna have RDNA 2 graphics. So they're all going to be APUs. I can't wait to see what the actual APUs are like and how fast those are going to be. But you will have RDNA 2 graphics built into every Ryzen 7000 series chips, which means that you don't need to have a dedicated GPU or you can use them for inputs and outputs. All of these new chips will be DDR5 and PCI Express 5.0 controller base and the next generation of motherboards with the AM5 sockets and LGA 1718. But one of the things to note is that all coolers from AM4 are compatible, so you don't need to upgrade that. And they say it has native support for up to 170 watts. So it's clear that AMD might be taking a different strategy with Zen 4 than they have with previous chips. They're going fast clock speed and they're going high TDP, which is essentially what Intel's been doing for the past five years. So not necessarily uh, all confidence inspiring, at least from what I'm seeing here, but all of these motherboards will be DDR5 and PCI Express 5.0 compatible. And they also unveiled that they're gonna have 24 PCI Express 5.0 lanes directed directly to the socket. This is also kind of concerning up to 14 super speed USB with 20 gigabit per second in type C, no mention of USB 4 on these motherboards. Wi-Fi 16, Bluetooth 5.2, and up to four HDMI 2.1 and DisplayPort 2 ports connected to those RDNA 2 graphics that we mentioned. And then three different chipsets for these motherboards, the X670 Extreme, which is gonna be unlocked for maximum overclocking, extreme overclocking, as it were. The X670 with PCI Express 5.0 storage and graphics, and the B650, which will just be PCI Express 5.0 storage when that does come out. Dr. Lee Sue talked about how AMD is working with storage manufacturers to actually come out with PCI Express 5.0 storage, but Intel had it first. It's good to see that AMD is catching up to it, but there really is no need for PCI Express 5.0 right now. I'm excited to see how that develops over the next year. On top of that, AMD also kind of mentioning their new Mendocino mobile platform, which is going to be Zen 2 CPU with RDNA 2 graphics, and this is supposed to be more of a mainline laptop stuff, so essentially putting the Steam Deck chip 
everywhere else. We also got motherboard manufacturers showing off their different X670E motherboards and other stuff. You got the ASRock one here, Gigabyte also announcing that they have their stuff. Essentially, every motherboard manufacturer is gonna confirm that, that yeah, we're working on the next X670B650 chipsets for AIM5 sockets. So that's AMD showing at Computex. Again, really fast on the clock speed, 15% single thread improvement. They really didn't talk about how much faster it was for gaming. They didn't give any FPS benchmarks. They did show in a blender comparison to the 12900K, it was running 31% faster than that. So good on the CPU side of things. But again, I kind of want to talk about what AMD didn't bring up. Number one, they did not bring up IPC, which is a different showing than what they've done with every other architecture. Number two, they also did not talk about the AIM5 platform being any sort of longevity when it comes to how long you're gonna be able to put your CPU on these sockets. Because if you remember back when they announced AM4, they talked about how it would be supported through all chips through 2020. Not mentioning that right now, maybe they learn from the difficulties in supporting Ryzen 5000 on things like the X370 motherboards that this was not necessarily a route that they wanna go when it comes to this next generation. So no mention of longevity, no mention of IPC. This actually might be a kind of, I hate to say it, a dud of a generation from AMD while we wait for Zen 4 Plus or Zen 5, especially considering what we've heard of Intel's next generation 13th gen, where that's supposed to be significantly faster. That's supposed to have tons more cash in order to make it faster for gaming. And it has that hybrid architecture, which has been performing really well on 12th gen. And considering the fact that we have no release date and no pricing information on these chips, I'm actually kind of hesitant whether or not this is gonna be a successful generation from AMD. They kind of got really big with their britches on Ryzen 5000, charging a lot more than the competition. A 5600X at $300 on launch is a bit too pricey. Currently, it's only 200 bucks, and I think that's probably where it should have launched. I don't know if Ryzen 7000 is gonna be super great. AMD only saying that it's coming out this fall, but I wanna hear your thoughts down below in the comments. What do you think of Ryzen 7000? Are you excited for it? Have you been waiting for this upgrade? Let me know down below. I'm gonna let you know about crypto stonks. Uh, looks like they're excited about AMD's announcement. Bitcoin up 3.65% to be at roughly $30,500. Ethereum also up 4.1% to be just over $2,000. And Dogecoin up 2.67% to be at 8.6 cents. However, big news in the Ethereum world because a key Ethereum developer mentioned at a conference that proof of stake merger should be happening sometime in August, so later this summer. The proof of stake merger is something that's been hotly anticipated for Ethereum, because that should essentially mean that GPUs can no longer be used to mine Ethereum, and they would have to be used to mine other coins that are out there, in case anybody cares about other coins. But uh, again, proof of stake has been coming for the last five to six years, so it's not necessarily something you should take as gospel at this point. Uh, this could obviously be delayed and come later on down the 
pipeline. But you know what you don't have to wait for? Great deals. UFD deals being brought to you by Reese. Thanks, buddy. Hottest tech deals out on the internet. We've got the Rock Strix 850 watt white edition power supply going for only $140 on Amazon. 40% off right now. In case you're trying to build an all white build, the Thermal Right ARGV 120 millimeter white fans. A three pack is going for 28 bucks, which is a 30% discount right now. And iFixit is probably not going to be providing you a discount in case you want to update your Steam Deck, but iFixit accidentally leaking all the info on the Steam Deck replacement parts that they're going to have. It looks like you're going to be able to replace essentially everything on a Steam Deck, including the motherboard that's on there. However, it's going to be a pretty penny coming in at $350, which is essentially the price of a brand new console in the first place. But you can see right here the motherboard being available for fixing, but they do have other things such as the storage as well as the new quieter fan that you can get. And we'll leave a link in the video description for this article, which kind of details all of the different prices that you can get. $95 for the screen that comes on the 512 gig version, the different thumbsticks, the different speakers, all of that can be picked up from iFixit. However, they accidentally published all of this and this is not the official announcement so prices subject to change but it does look to be expensive however a big deal when it comes to the repairability of your own device and not having to throw out what you have just because you need to fix one thing it's good to see this happening i'm kudos to valve for not only coming out with the steam deck not only giving us really great software support but then also supporting repairability good on them and good on gigabyte and oris and main gear because this is a computer that i I've wanted to see for a very long time. Really cool. Project Stealth, my friends, hiding all of your cables. If you look at this PC right here, you do not see cables anywhere except for the, uh, the I mean, tubes for the AIO. Does that count? Is that a cable? I'll let you debate that down below in the comments, but essentially it has all of the power connectors on the back side of every object. So you can see the motherboard connectors are on the back side of the motherboard, including things like the IO ports, the USB type C and 3.1 ports, the 24 pin, the SATA and the GPU power connectors are on the back side of the GPU right there. This is actually really intriguing and beautiful to look at. I really like that a motherboard manufacturer is doing it. This specific case has all of the cutouts for you to be able to run all of your cables behind. I, I would love to see this be expanded a bit more, but it's good to see that Gigabyte's coming out with that with the Project Stealth. And I'm going to stealthily be done with this episode of Hot News. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with day two coverage of Computex. NVIDIA has their keynote at 11 p.m. Eastern. In case you want to watch us live stream that, we'll do that over at twitch.tv forward slash UF Disciple. We'll be back later on, my friends. Cheers.